everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? Uh, let's be clear. We're talking about this because we have to, not not because we want to, especially this episode. I mean, I am fulfilling my blood pact with Matt Groening. <laughs> are, are you blood brothers? No, 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 no. There's n we are not equals. I am a servant. You know, he is my patron, like I'm a warlock or something. Oh, okay, of course. But once I fulfill that blood pact, I get unlimited powers. That's what he said, at least. Wow, I didn't know that was Matt Grains to give. I'm looking forward to that. Well, I certainly hope it is, because if I'm just doing this for, you know, for the fun of it, oof. I mean, it was fun for a while, but... <laughs> not now now that we're in these particular episodes, yeah season oh 17 hi guys we are brought to you by supporters on patreon you can support us by going to patreon.com slash the simpson show for only two dollars a month and access to all of our bonus content uh we have a person to thank matt oh fantastic uh valentine or valentin however you say that thank you thank you this week's episode is simpsons christmas stories Episode HABFO1 originally aired December 18th, 2005, written by Don Payne, directed by Stephen Dean Moore, received a rating of 5.9 with 9.9 billion viewers. The Couch Gag, copy of the Springfield Shopper, spins in a frame. The headline reads Couch Gag Thrills Nation with a photo of The Simpsons on the couch. Ha 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 ha. That's not bad. Um, so, Matt, I, Don Payne, writer of this episode, received a nomination from the Writers Guild of America for this episode did he now he did receive that? a nomination so you know what I, we've i've mentioned this a lot lately you know i've mentioned writers guild award and animation and, and we and i keep going and we and i ever you know i've said this uh, italian bob which we just talked about won that year's award and we talked about in last season a lot about these terrible episodes we hated and they won all these awards and we're like well what's the competition and i had, i had thought oh there must be it must be like south park and and a family guy and american dad well i looked it up i looked what got nominated <laughs> <sighs> and now i realize that this award is a sham and they are it's literally meaningless because last year, this is a, this got nominated for a 2006 award, but uh, all so this is for the, all the 2006. All these episodes were actually won the awards for 2006. But let's say uh, I'll say this in this in this season in 2006 or the 17th season, the Simpsons had four different episodes among the nominees. Wow, four. There were two other nominees. That's six nominees total. Four of them are Simpsons episodes. One is a King of the Hill episode. And the last one is something from The Life and Times of Juniper Lee, which was a uh, a show produced for Cartoon Network, I believe, is a children's show. Ranver. So what you're saying is somehow among all that, the King of the Hill episode didn't win. The King of the Hill episode did not win. The Italian Bob won. But last season... For 2005 awards, the 58th Writers Guild of America Awards. I want to guess how many shows were nominated that weren't The Simpsons. One. Zero shows were nominated in 2005 that weren't The Are Simpsons. Are you pooping me? Six episodes of The Simpsons were nominated, and that's it. So nothing but The Simpsons could have won. And we oh were. Oh my God. So we. We were when Mommy Beerist won, which Mommy Beerist is a bad episode. And we were like, well, how did that win? What was it against? Well, you know how it wins, Matt? It's against other terrible Simpsons episodes. That's how it wins. There is literally one way of no, winning. 
no other competition. And for the next several years, the Simpsons only have King the Hill is the only other things nominated. After in 2007, it's it's four episodes of The Simpsons and two episodes of King the Hill. In 2008, it's four episodes of The Simpsons and two episodes of King the Hill. And in 2009, it is five Simpsons episodes are the only nominees. No other shows are nominated. So, wow. like, there's no, like, there's other animated shows, but they didn't get nominated. So maybe Fox is strong arming these, this, this Writers Guild of America. I don't know. But I'm not putting any more credence into that, that award. When we go, oh, it got nominated. It got nominated. It's junk. Oh, this episode. Oh, man, Matt. This episode tested me. This episode. I, mean, I, I believe it tested us all, Robbie. It I, is I, just, I, oh, boy. I, I, it, this episode here, um, this is my one, this episode made me tired. I watched this and it made me tired. Um, Okay. It's a, it's a, this is a anthology episode with three different Christmas stories. We've seen this before with uh, the Simpsons Bible stories and with uh, the with Tall Tales, Simpsons Tall Tales. There's a, there's a Shakespeare one, which is somewhat more enjoyable simply because of Shakespeare. Um, but this is all Christmas stories. Mm -hmm. Theoretically. Christmas. Theoretically. I'm so glad you got Act 2, Matt. Oh my god, I'm so happy. That's the one. Oh. Okay, Act 1. We are at church, but there's a problem. Reverend Lovejoy, not he's no show. Where is he? This is a Christmas service. He's not there. Homer's jealous of the Episcopalians. Reverend can't make it, we discover, because his model train has crashed. So he tags Ned in. And Ned is ready. Ned's excited. Uh he apparently has is Ned like uh ordained? That's a good question, because he's got the collar on, so, you know, and although it's a Catholic collar, so who knows? Maybe he bought it secondhand. <laughs> he's on eBay checking for ecclesiastical uh, now, vestments. Have they not done an episode where Ned gets ordained? You know, not that I know of. That's Why has that not happened yet? That seems like a great idea. So, yeah, hey, Ned should start his own church and realize how hard it is and then go back to... Free uh, ideas, Simpsons writers. Ned starts his own church. So uh, Ned rushes to the front of the, the, the church to give his Christmas sermon or give Ned's Christmas... Or give a Reverend Lovejoy's Christmas service, sermon? I, is it just there? I don't know. Um, is it a standard Christmas sermon? I don't know. Again, Ned gets a paper cut immediately, sees his own blood, and passes out. I didn't know Ned was so faint-hearted uh i didn't know maybe he's a hemophiliac it might be maybe it's just the maybe the, it's the cut itself not him seeing the cut but regardless right. homer takes over why you might ask and you would go because the episode needs him to uh of all the people homer is the one doing it uh and homer i i and the thing is matt you would think okay this is going to be each story is going to be a different thing that homer is saying to the church you would think so three different stories this is going to be about three different stories that maybe homer tells one and then somebody else tells another maybe lisa tells one maybe marge tells one but, but no they just no, do it, one in fact just do one and then go to a different thing <laughs> they just you know, like to watch a tv uh the first one is the the simplest of uh stories it is literally jesus is literally the uh the the, the birth of christ 
Uh, we are introduced the Simpsons characters as the, the characters in the story, of course. Of course. Uh, we are introduced to Mary and Joseph, which are Homer and March. A carpenter named Joseph was about to get some frankly preposterous news. Uh, Joseph, you know I have never lain with a man. <sighs> Tell me about it. And yet, I am with child. A pregnant virgin? That's every man's worst nightmare. That's not all she's full of. Quiet, you. Mary, you carry in your womb the Son of God, who will grow up to become King of the Jews. So, not a doctor. Well, he will be able to heal the sick. But nothing to hang on the wall. Hey, hey, Robbie, how about some nice light racism towards Jewish people to start us off? I don't know what to tell you, Matt. This episode, <laughs> this episode is just... Uh, it is... Yeah, yeah. I, I don't... I don't think it's that offensive, honestly. It, it, no, it's not. Ra- racism is the wrong term. Stereotyping is probably close. It is absolutely filled with stereotypes. There is nothing else in it. Uh, and it, But it's also, like, so lame. It's just so lame. There is a joke in this episode where Homer, quote-unquote Joseph, is too busy to do something because he's, quote-unquote, watching the Orange Bowl. Oh, why did you have to remind and me about the joke? Is he's watching a literal bowl of oranges, and which they probably would have had because that's citrus fruit in the Holy Land. And that's not always something you can get there. I anyway, Matt. It's but the get it the joke because the orange bowl is football mm-hmm. game and during Christmas times, and and then there's an or- orange bowl with Jesus there. That's a joke. That's the and that's what this episode is. That's the joke. These are the jokes we get. Uh, Lisa's Gabriel. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. None of these. Like then we get the three wise men: are Skinner, Frank, and Hibbert. Okay, like I guess they're the educated ones. Okay. Yes. Of Burns. Course. Burns is King Herod. He, Burns is the villain in both the first two acts. Like maybe make it somebody else. Like can you not do that? Um. But Burns Herod obviously wants to hunt down uh, the new king of the Jews. Uh, Moe is an innkeeper. Uh, Dr. Nick shows up to deliver the baby, but he doesn't. He has a joke about cesarean section with a saw. Oh, jeez. The saw comes back later on. So it's just so it's just like, hey, you know, the story about Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Mary and Joseph, like they're. And like that, they don't even commit to like the barest essence of like the story. Like, I am very familiar with the nativity and all like why Mary and Joseph have to go to bet why they are in Bethlehem. Why like there's political reasons, which is are actually the only parts of that story that I think are interesting now that I'm 35. But they don't get into any of that. It's just oh yeah, she needs to give birth. Uh, doctor. Uh, and then they, she just she does. There's no drama here. The like not here. This this isn't the drama. Bart Bart is Jesus, baby Jesus. Um, I cannot. This is so dull. I am like literally falling asleep as I try and describe it. So Bart is Jesus. Well, it's 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 like it has no one ever thought that a maybe everybody out there has seen this this story happen before and it just turning into Simpsons characters and, and writing lame jokes doesn't make it worth seeing. 
there's not yeah, there's no there's nothing clever about it. There is no extra layer or two of like, hey, let's talk about the how about the Jesus story. Why did why is the story told this way? There's not there's no extraness to it. There's nothing but this is literally is Jesus the Jesus story? And if you grew up Christian, you probably if you didn't grow up Christian, you probably know the story because you're. And there's nothing about that either. Like you think, like oh, they can make jokes about how much of this story is told through culture, even though even if you're not religious, nothing, nothing about that whatsoever. Um, Bart is a, a Jesus, and. He does Matt, he does miracles like he's Samantha from Bewitched. Hey Matt, uh huh. You know that show Bewitched? Remember Nick and Nate? I I do I do Robbie. That was a show back in the seventies, and uh, isn't it so cute when the Simpsons when a baby does that same thing? Because witches and Jesus totally the same thing. I I I don't know. I Bewitched was sixty four to seventy two. I wanted to confirm that. Um, the baby Jesus is upset. He's a baby, and so they have. Homer trying to like appease the baby by doing three stooges routines with the wise men. Like literally. Literally is that's what happens. They just do three stooges routines. Yep. And it's funny because, you know, baby Jesus. And I and I would probably be more frustrated, but this this compared to Act Two, this is like brilliance. This is like this is <laughs> genius like exciting like story compared to Act Two, which I I am okay. So Herod is upset that uh, Jesus is around. He's a baby. He's, he wants to get this baby. He wants to kill this baby because everyone's talking about this baby being the new son of God and the king of the Jews. Okay, so he come for him, uh, and we get uh, a chase sequence uh, as the 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 Jesus, Mary, and Joseph make a run for it. There they are. I see his head daily. Follow that glow. <laughs> they put his halo on a duck. The oldest trick in the book. What the hell are you doing? Well, he does have a halo. Hail, quacky. That ought to spruce things up. Bush. I say we call it a Christmas tree. Oh, a Christmas tree. What a great name. Makes you feel all warm and fuzzy. And did you know that little baby Jesus grew up to be Jesus? Oh. I know it's weird, isn't it? I'll call it a Christmas tree. What? 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 I just what? Uh, I don't. I don't know, Matt. Like they, they, like one. Jesus literally has a halo, which makes no sense. Like what? Okay. Like I, it. Like he has a halo, and then they put the halo, like, and they know that they're gonna look for the halo, so they put it on a duck, and then I, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's happening. Like, but the, this is over, and I can. I can stop. I I could stop because the, oh well let me describe what actually because you didn't hear it, if you didn't watch this episode which you never should uh, Herod and his soldiers are turned in are rolled over uh, they get rolled over by a tree 
that uh-huh. Homer Joseph cut down with the saw that Doctor Nick gave him earlier, and the tree run like smushes him into the tree because it rolls. And over. they all die, of course. No, they're fine. Uh, they're alive, Matt, because um, they're moving around. No, no Robbie, they, they died. They they saw this this part of the episode and they died. Oh, I'm alive though. I made it. I made it through. Uh, but they call it a Christmas tree, and there's a duck on top of it. That's the end of this act. Uh, seven minutes and 38 seconds. We go to commercial. A mercifully short first act. All right. When we come back, uh, we at the, we're at the Energizer Bunny Christmas Matt, special. Th- there's nothing about this episode that feels short. It, every act felt like a marathon. I felt like I was like I was it, That's and like true. the end, the end of a marathon when your toenails are falling off. Like th- that is literally every act. I'm, I'm like That's how... but now you're making it take longer with your description of how long it feels i mean i have we have a duty to entertain our audience and this episode certainly is not going to be doing it fair anyway energizer buddy christmas special which is an advertisement for uh you know energizer batteries uh where the battery climbs in the rabbit's butt and it acts like it's not cocaine so th- you're welcome for that uh <laughs> the kids bart and lisa are watching this when they hear something coming down the chimney, oh, it turns out it's just Grandpa plotting to kill Santa. Uh, he comes down a lit chimney, falls into it, uh, and, and proceeds to tell the children uh, the story trap. behind He has a bear trap, man. <laughs> Santa's magic, Robbie. He'd be fine. That would just slow him down, okay? Why does Abe have a bear trap? Because he's trying to kill Santa, Robbie. Weren't you paying attention? I yeah I unfortunately Matt paid close attention to this and it I I'm fairly Why? certain fairly certain I lost brain cells because of it like this I, mean, this I wrote the notes for this episode so why did you pay it why did you even watch this because <laughs> I'm a professional Matt that's the answer I'm a professional uh-huh. uh this act might be the densest stupidity the Simpsons have ever done. It might be. You're right. You're right. So, well, well, you guys can be the judge. Uh, So, we then hear the story of Grandpa's brother Cyrus, who we have never, ever heard of before. Yep. I was a Navy pilot in the Pacific, along with my big brother Cyrus. Cyrus? We never mentioned him before. And I'll never mention him again. But I loved him all the same. Okay, Abe, let's win this war quick. So we can go home and slowly give black folks more rights. Kamikaze's at 2 o'clock. Well, I don't usually drink after lunch, but oh my God, the sky is full of that kind of plane that crashes into the boat. Cyrus, you be careful up there. No, I'm not worried. Not as long as I have my good luck charm. Good thing I stole two of these off dead soldiers. Lieutenant, radio my brother and tell him to watch his tail. Quiet, you. I'm talking to my best gal. I miss you too, Bernadette. You hang up first. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. for that, you haiku-spouting savages! I wish I cried, Reaper! (laughs) 
So as you can see, it's basically a war epic in just a couple of minutes uh, that I let you hear there. I apologize. There's a lot of uh, action in that, so there wasn't a lot of dialogue, but you get the idea. Uh, Cyrus is shot down. Uh, Grandpa is also shot down with Burns as his tail gutter because anything that happens during World War II has to involve Burns and Abe because they're the only ones alive in the show. And uh, let's not forget the hilarious jokes about giving black people more rights and Abe wishing he had tried reefer. Let's make sure you keep those in mind as this goes on. Matt. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. No, wait, no, 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 no. Okay. Not Matt. Miss, Mr. Simpson's writer. Oh, God. No, I don't like this bit. <laughs> Too bad, Matt, because it's going to be reoccurring. Mr. Simpson's writer. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? 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 What? on earth is this what is this what is this this why are we why is it world war ii why is why are you writing a why who had this idea to why who had this idea and why did you listen to them for even a moment why are you writing an episode a a, a, a piece of a simpsons a christmas episode that involves abe and burns getting stranded on an island in the middle of in during world war ii why I, mean, I got nothing. Normally, I can kill with some kind of reason, but I, they, this... oh, I, I, the best I can think is they thought, oh, you know, Abe needs to interact with Santa to be mad at him. When would Abe have interacted with Santa? <laughs> well, uh, wait, maybe, well, maybe he was stuck on a desert island. Wait, I, uh... well, wait a minute, Matt. You just did you? Just, Abe needed to interact with Santa. You just said uh-huh. that it, we need an excuse for Abe to interact with santa santa claus the mythical character who does not exist not a real guy Mm -hmm. is did i miss something where the simpsons have established santa claus is real yep santa claus is definitely real for this episode i i mean they treat also his sleigh is vulnerable to weapons fire and I, apparently reindeers also get eaten by snakes, which is just great. I love that. Rudolph gets swallowed by a python. Lovely. Or an anaconda. He's fine, though, Robbie. He's fine. No, he's not. He's dead. He's dead, Matt. He is dead. No, don't don't you remember, Robbie? He comes out of the snake later, and Grandpa rides him to safety. That's Rudolph he does? I'm pretty sure, yeah. I hate this. I hate this. I, like, this... <laughs> I hate this, Matt. I can't, like... I cannot overstate. Like, as a whole, this episode is just... Is just bad? But this in particular, this second act, I don't know. This is like, I hate this as much as I hate anything in the show so far. Like, it's not, maybe it's not quite, oh, Homer blaming DUIs on Marge, or like, it's not quite there. But it, I, I, I literally was like, I was like, how much, I, every moment of this was pain. Every moment, I'm like, when is this going to end? When do we get out of this? Why are we. Every moment is just it's and they just double down. Like why is why like it's just Abe rambling at us about World War Two and Santa Claus for 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 seven minutes or whatever, like eight minutes. Uh-huh. So moving along, uh, so while they're on this desert island, uh, both Abe and Burns survive because that's how plane crashes work. Uh, everyone always survives. Uh, Burns is being a and says, "Oh, you know, this is the strong survive." Uh, somehow not realizing that Abe is much stronger than him. Uh, but Abe doesn't even kill him. He manages they survive together, uh, despite, again, Burns being a jerk. Uh, Abe almost goes gay because, you know, that's uh, the horrible thing that happens to you when you're, you're just trapped on a desert island, um, especially with Burns. Oof. Anyway, uh, so one night something flies overhead. Burns just decides to shoot it down because he uh, hasn't shot anything in a while. And that's the kind of person Burns is. Uh, it turns out it's Santa. Uh, 
Santa wasn't really a, much of a thing in World War II, but you know, maybe this, maybe Abe and uh, the, those guys were ahead of the curve, and uh, you know, knew things that the rest of the world didn't. I, I, Matt, I cannot with this. I cannot with this. They have. Why do they oh, have? Don't don't worry, Robbie. It gets worse. Don't you worry, Robbie. Don't you worry. Anyway, so <laughs> they shoot Santa down. Santa uh, thinks it was something else. Thinks it was weather. Uh, so they, in a very long montage, rebuild Santa's sleigh using parts from their crash plane. Don't, Why? Don't ask me how that works. Why? Exactly. Why? What? Like, I, I cannot. Like, there's not even a moment. Like, is this? I. It's, but it's not like I. I'm like I'm trying to like f- figure this out. I'm like, is this just like like I, the, my first inclination is to go? Oh, this is just Abe rambling. It's gonna be a crazy story. But it's not, Matt. Abe is not just rambling. Santa shows up. This is all real. This happened. Something definitely happened. This is definitely this is not one of the kids falling asleep and having a dream. And they have like a Gilligan's Island where they rebuild Santa's sleigh. Do they need to though? The reindeer make it fly. They're, they don't. They're not even internally consistent. They don't even need to re. Why? It's it's magic. You don't need to rebuild it. You have to, Robbie, because why else would uh you know the heat? Why would Santa need Grandpa and, and Burns to help? Man, I like. I feel like Frank Grimes at the end of Homer's Enemy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Robbie, you just wait. It's gonna get worse. So at this point, Burns steals the sleigh. Uh, and runs off but luckily one reindeer that was swallowed by a snake manages to get out of the snake grandpa jumps on and flies after burns where they do some aerial maneuvering some dog fighting and abe jumps from his the back of his reindeer onto the sleigh and manages to knock out burns because once again burns is a total pushover and abe is a badass matt matt Uh uh-huh during this scene during this okay during this scene Burns shoots at Abe's reindeer. If it's, I don't, I don't remember if it's Rudolph or not. Whatever, and the the reindeer makes noises like it's a World War II fighter plane. What's the reindeer sound like, Robbie? Obviously, I want Matt's answer, not Mr. Simpson's writer. Okay, I don't. If Mr. Simpson's writer, if Simpson's writer takes over your personality, Matt, we're in trouble. All right, I don't. Uh, know if, I don't know if I can take that. I is this. Is this what they think? Is this they? Do they think this is funny? I mean, I would have to assume. Did you? I, 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 I did not laugh during this episode. I did smile one time during the first act when, when uh, Homer as Joseph after Bart slash Jesus is born, he goes, "Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, what a family we have." I thought I went, "Oh, that's fun." That's that's a pun, basically. Yeah, that's, that's a good job. That's, that's a, a fun. Try. That's a fun pun, and I smiled. That's it. And this 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 act act two. I'm Matt. This tested me. I almost shut. Down. Like you talk about. Oh, why did you watch this? Like I literally like. What if I don't watch the rest of this act? What if I just jump to the end? What maybe I just don't talk as much during Matt's part of the show. I just be, be let him let him finish be real quick. Like it would be quick, but that's not. Again, I have to fulfill the blood pact. So. Indeed. So, well, what have, uh, how? Speaking of racism, how's this? End, how does this end, man? Oh boy. Okay. So, Santa leaves, leaves them there because obviously Santa can't take them with him. Uh, despite being a magical being who has a sleigh that flies, he can't, you know, rescue two people. He says he'll come uh, back for him. Training. To be fair, he says he'll come back for them. He says he'll come back. 
And so Stan never comes back. Horrible. I know they end up getting rescued right after the war ends. And after all the nurses were kissed out. Um, so, uh, Santa shows up at the end to prove to the kids because the kids all think this is just grandpa rambling and it could be that would have been a smart way to end this but it wasn't i waited and waited but santa never came back if i hadn't invented a jet ski made of coconuts i'd have never gotten home and then when i did the war was over and the nurses were all kissed out that's quite a tale grandpa but you little it's true i tell you it's santa I got an old score to settle. Doggone it, I missed him again. My brother's lucky watch. Santa must have left it. Cyrus, I miss you every day. He misses you, too. But you... Wait, he what? Who? Your brother didn't die in the war, Abe. He crashed into Tahiti, and he liked it so much, he never left. And now, if you like, I'll take you to him. Will we be back for the Tournament of Roses parade? Probably not. Good, I hate that crap. Yeah, me too. So, Santa is real. The kids now know this. Um, Abe obviously knows all along. And finds the... Oh, his brother, who he thought was dead for... 60 plus years nope totally been alive the whole time never bothered to get in contact where's his brother now matt his brother is in tahiti which yeah yeah his brother's in tahiti with his 19 native wives 15 matt come on please let's not be silly it's let's not be silly it's 15 not apparently uh polygamy is a thing here and he has 15 wives but he's not having sex with any of them because they're wives not girlfriends because married people don't have sex with each other. That's what a silly thought. Abe and, and Abe's and there. Abe Abe's there with Santa, and they're all chilling on the beach. Abe asks Santa, "Hey, why didn't you ever come get me?" And Santa says, "Oh, I kept putting it off, and then I was just embarrassed." That's a good reason to leave somebody for dead. I I don't know what I don't know what I don't know, Matt. I hate I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. I absolutely hate this this act. I hate it. Like the other two acts are bad, but I don't hate them. They're just kind of boring. This is like aggressively stupid and I can't I don't know like when the Simpsons do oh, it's Simpsons Bible stories or Simpsons tall tales, I know that those aren't real. I know Homer uh-huh. as as uh Paul Bunyan is not real. I know that. But when you set one of your little, one of your, all these three Christmas stories are technically like one, I can pass because it's like, oh, it's Homer just telling the story of Jesus poorly. <laughs> okay. I mean, that makes sense. And the third is just basically like musical numbers. That's all it is. Yeah. But this, this second one is like, oh, it's Abe Rambling. And you're like, okay, well, Abe Rambling about a weird World War II story and Abe and Burns and Santa Claus. And you're like, okay, it's just Abe being a lunatic, uh, being senile. No. Santa shows up and you're like, is this real? Like, obviously it's can't be real. It can't be canon or, or canonical or, or it can't have continuity in the Simpsons. Like a doesn't have a brother. We never, we never come back and find Cyrus again. Cyrus doesn't exist outside of this act. And they like explicitly say that, but you don't just get to do like you, it, this isn't Treehouse of Horror. Like you have to, 
like it's just lazy it's just so lazy like they don't even bother they're just like oh we just want to have a wacky story where burns tells where burns and abe are like doing world war ii shenanigans and santa's there wouldn't it be that's that's the story let's do that they don't bother like and oh let's be racist too that's cool let's have 15 to heat okay i Mm -hmm. (sighs) boy it really tested me i was really oh boy oh boy this is i hate this more than i hate like i we've watched some pretty bad episodes lately this is testing me more than any of them i hate i hate really yeah i hate i hate this i hate it Maybe it's just the like how lazy it is. It's just like, oh, uh, we're the World War Two. Like, like why are you why and why are you telling World War Two stories during Christmas? What does this have because to do with Santa, Santa, Robbie? Why? Of all the things you could do with Santa, this is what you choose. <sighs> Cyrus, Grandpa mm-hmm. has a brother. Why? 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 Because they don't like you, Robbie, and they want to. They they enjoy your tears. Okay, you again, you need to get out of the Mr. Simpson's writer character, Matt. Okay, I don't like this. All right, you, you're getting too close, you're queuing too close to the bone. Oh, sorry, sorry, my bad. Whew, I was taking over there. Okay, yeah. All right, so and thankfully, that is the end of Act Two. We don't have to talk about this anymore, we can just talk about the musical. <laughs> okay, uh, so we go to Act Three, it's 16 minutes. Uh, come back, commercial 16 minutes even. Um, this, the everyone's uh, uh, again, this is all like. In Simpsons Tall Tales, they are in, you know, we come back to the frame story where they're in a, the train car with a hobo. Like, there's context. And this is just, like, real life, I guess? Where they're all watching the kids do the Nutcracker and hating it. And so they all leave during intermission and then start singing. That's effectively what this third act is. It's just they sing a couple songs, Nutcracker parodies with new lyrics not very good lyrics on top of that here here audience here folks at home this is a sampling of what those lyrics are like i hope i never hear that god-awful nutcracker music again i don't know dad this time of year everybody does it because you don't have to pay for the music rights really i've still gotta bake my christmas pie i've gotta get dad a lousy tie Christmas crowds is what I hide. No time left to procrastinate. So move your ass and let me pass. Cause Christmas Eve is here. Now! Oh, why is the Santa suit so snug? Girl, why should I care? It's all humbug. I've jacked my prices up so high, but there's no junk. These subs won't buy. Last year's eggnog, a green hot dog. Cause Christmas Eve is here. Holiday cookies swell my fat. Even though we're not Gentile, we'll get together for a while. Cause you're the Any Chinese? Cause Christmas Eve is here. Oi! Christmas is a family day. I told Grandpa we'd be away. He's at the door. Let's hit the floor. Cause Christmas Eve is here. Fine! I'll spend Christmas Eve with the raccoons. You got me a gift! Friends at Lard! Ah, oh, you shouldn't have. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Matt. Yep. So we heard the entirety of that song. We did. I'm sorry. 
I apologize. I really do. But I, I need to... You, everyone needs to understand. That's what the level we're at. Where this is what we get. It's just... Where there's an entire line of the crazy cat lady mumbling and then saying the word cat. Because it rhymes. And since you can't see it, I'm going to make this very clear. What happens at the end of that clip. The family sees Grandpa at the door, so they hide, so Grandpa can't see them. And Grandpa, sad, dejected, walks over to a nearby dumpster? Why is there a dumpster there? Doesn't matter. They wanted to make this joke for some reason. Like, it's not even a good... Like, Grandpa jumps into this dumpster, dumpster map, and inside this dumpster, it's empty, largely, except for five raccoons... All of them dressed in Christmas clothing. Robbie, this is the best part of this entire episode. How dare you slander? We have raccoons in Christmas sweaters giving gifts. Okay. Mr. Simpson's writer, please. We need to perform an exorcism or something. I invoked. I did something. This is. I, I must have invoked. Well, Robbie, they're <laughs> raccoons in sweaters. I don't care. Like, wh- I don't care, Matt. I don't care. Like, I can't. Shirt's cute. I don't care. You don't care why like what is going on what i feel like i'm again frank grimes i feel like i'm just like screaming like i'm in the i'm in the middle of an insane world and i'm the only sane person i'm like why why is grandpa exchanging christmas presents with raccoons in a dumpster that we've never seen before like it's not it's the barest all this require the barest of efforts are not even taken to like explain any of this. It's just random crap. You're like, they literally just said, you know, what'd be funny? Oh, the they're hiding out from the grandpa. Grandpa's sad. So what does he do? Oh, he jumps into a dumpster and has Christmas with raccoons. Like it's literally just bad libs. It's just whatever they had at the whatever the first thought that entered their mind. Let's just write that down and that's and let's just go with it. Does it make any sense? No. Does it even? Is it even like? Like in like why there's not even an explanation of why there's a dumpster there or why there are raccoons there. They just go, it's a funny idea. Raccoons in Christmas sweaters. Who doesn't love it? If this entire episode was raccoons in Christmas sweaters, I'd probably be be happier, Matt. Honestly, I mean, I, I would be too. That sounds like the perfect episode. Uh, but unfortunately, that's not there. I don't know what this third act is because then we just cut to like crusty doing his show and doing a highlight they show a video of him from 1964 when he gets pelted with snowballs in the crotch that's real fun uh we see mode trying to kill himself again multiple times we got a montage matt montage of mo killing himself trying to kill himself montage of it multiple attempts Mm -hmm. in a row yep isn't that hilarious robbie christmas suicide i we we have in the past you know complained about oh god so tired of the most suicide jokes it was literally the we had two literally in the last episode we watched these episodes are this is number one in the production order and the and italian bob is number two in the production order so literally one and two they wrote these episodes back to back they produced these episodes back to back did not even flinch at Six most six combined most suicide jokes. Six of them in two episodes. There are six. This is not hyperbole. There are two in, in Italian Bob. There are four total in this because there's three, and then they come back and do another one at the end. There are six combined jokes about Mo attempting suicide. Six in two episodes. But Robbie, suicide is just so funny. I I could deal with a Mo suicide joke if. 
You gave it. You did one a season. One. You get one. And it has to be funny. It has to be clever. Like, in this episode, he, like, he tries to hang himself with popcorn on a string. Like, it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. What's funny about that? What's clever about that? Oh, is it the clever thing is, oh, it's Christmassy? Isn't that dark? And, that the... and it's bad, and he fails at it. That's that's the hilarious part, it, I guess. I mean, that's what, like that's the single joke in all of these, Matt, is that Mo is bad at committing suicide. He like he tries to skid, he tries to sled in the traffic, and all the traffic skids and misses him. Like that, like that's the joke. The joke is he's bad at suicide. Like I can't, I can't with this Simpsons. What are you doing? Um, he changes his mind. Barney gets him a present. So now Mo doesn't want to kill himself this year. He's done this of year. Of course. No, maybe next year. Um, and then we we finally... And there's no plot in this third act, really. It's just things happening. It's just Christmas crap. There's no story. And it, that and like that's the thing that gets me. This episode is just the laziest. Like, they couldn't even come up with a third story. They're just like, oh, you're in Springfield and there's Christmas stuff happening. There's not even a story. Honestly, the way they normally do things, it feels like this was probably the one they had the most plans for because it required the most planning to do. They had to like write out the music and get someone to write the lyrics for them and everything. Matt, I could have wrote these lyrics in literally an hour. Well, yeah, but you know what you you're just, doing. I just listen to... I don't know what... I, I've never written a musical, Matt. I guess I have helped co-write an opera, sort of. But uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. It never got pr- produced. It was for my friend in, in college. But... I mean, it's still literally, it's just the simplest. This is like, this is like, not even, this is, this is not like, this is something that Weird Al would like throw in the trash. It, you know, he'd be like, oh, this is terrible. No, we're not. I'm too good for this. He would look at it and go, oh, phew, oh man, I can do better. This is like something Weird Al would do if he was hungover, but I don't think Weird Al drinks. But it's just, it's just, there's nothing. And then Homer, then we cut to the end, quote unquote end, which is the closest we get to a story in this third act, where Homer forgets to give Marge a gift. We get another song, and we have a monster for Homer trying to go around looking for a gift for Marge at the last second. He finally gives up, comes back to Marge, and Marge reveals that the gift he got her, the, no, the gift she, the got, she got him, him. Was, is a gift for her, for him to give to her. And explain this to me, Matt, please. I, I Like, not a Simpsons writer. I need Matt. Matt, please explain this to me. What the... Marge... Are you telling me that Mar For Christmas, Marge went to a store and said, Homer's going to forget a present for me, so what I'm going to buy for him is something for me, so that he can give me a present. Yes. Marge did that because she knows that Homer will never, ever get, any, get him anything of his own free will. Therefore, if she wants something halfway decent she's going to have to get it for herself and they act like this is heartwarming they do act like that is it am i crazy this sounds like this is utterly depressing you're, you're not wrong okay. sorry i, I know you were waiting at me uh you're not wrong it sounds utterly depressing and like a horrible marriage and unfortunately that's just what it is uh, Matt, okay i want you to imagine you're in a situation matt where you are it's christmas and you are waiting your a present from your wife and you open it up and it's just a present for her. And she's like, I bought it. I bought it because I thought you wouldn't get me anything because I thought you forget. So I bought myself a thing that you can now give to me. What on earth would your reaction be? I mean, if I had forgotten, uh, I might be OK with it, but it does seem a little sociopathic. Like, I get it. It's supposed to be like, oh, like March knows Homer so well that she knew that he'd forget. 
But, like, it's Christmas. How on earth do you forget to buy a present for your wife on Christmas? This isn't an anniversary. Yeah, like, where everyone's is different. <laughs> this is Christmas. Where's the kids, by the way? It doesn't matter. Like, like there, there's not the barest. Like, they don't set up anything. It's just nonsense. It's just vomit. Like, this is stuff you crap out in in a couple hours. And this got submitted for a Writer's Guild Award? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Once again, Robbie, we, we know why it got submitted. It's ridiculous. This is the worst writing <laughs> I've seen ever. I can't imagine. But in this episode, Matt, they put they take a halo from baby Jesus and they put it on a duck. Birds shoots down Santa Claus with a machine gun. Uh-huh. Grandpa has a brother we've never heard of. <laughs> they make four Mo suicide jokes. Oh, this I this I oh boy. I did not. I've never seen this before, and I expected. I expected that. I expected kind of just boring. I expected kind of like trite, boring Christmas episode. This is like this is. I would say I would. This is like a, a bad acid trip. That's what this is. <laughs> Kinda. It's not. There's no. It's nothing. There's nothing. I. I do not want to. Like. I would say it's like doing drugs, but sometimes doing drugs is fun. This is bad. There's nothing enjoyable about this. I found nothing about this pleasant, except for that one pun, uh, in the first act. I. I. Who. I. I can't. Matt. Matt. What are we doing? Why. Why is Matt Groening doing this to me? I don't. I don't think Matt Groening cares anymore. I think he gave up and left it to uh, Al Jean. And Al Jean was like. Man, I really want to go home. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything you want to add, Matt? No, not not at all. I would like to add some dynamite and blow up this episode forever. Uh, of course. We will rank this episode at the end of the show. Uh, hey, Matt. Hey, Robbie. Is this episode broken? <sighs> Boy. Yes. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't. I don't. Wait. How? Wait, what? 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 What is this? Like, what am I? I can't. Like, I. I don't know how to. What do we do, Matt? How do you fix this? You. You come up with three better stories. Like, li- I mean, literally, that is what you have to do because there is nothing here. This is like literally. This might to fix this episode is you and me just brainstorming and writing a Simpsons episode. There's nothing. This is nothing. Like maybe you could have an idea of a one of the, like you have a, an idea for a frame narrative where Homer is delivering a sermon and he's telling Christmas a Christmas and instead of telling the actual stories he's telling random Christmas stuff that he made up. That's all. Yep. But that's that's all there is. Like what else is there? Like do I don't want to I don't want to see this. I don't want to see it do the Jesus story. Like I don't as Homer and and uh, as Joseph and, Mar- and Marge is Mary. I don't want to like i don't know how why would i want to see that like you can have so much more fun with other things jokes about frankincense and myrrh that's what we get yep, that's what we get that's what we deserve as simpsons fans there's literally there's literally a joke frank talks about re-gifting myrrh because who needs myrrh like, i don't know that the, the but i don't have a quick fix for this there is no qu- a quick fix isn't doesn't exist because you have to r- literally write a new episode that is what we do, Matt. Yep. 
And I don't have to do that today, thankfully. No, we I, we don't have to do it. But I mean, like that's if you want to fix this episode, it's literally just sitting down and writing an entire episode of the of the Simpsons. It's Christmas, a Christmas themed episode, and it could be an anthology. You can make it three separate. Why is this an anthology at all? Like there is no story even in the third. The third anthology is not a story at all. <sighs> like, ugh, I now I'm getting angry. This is what happens, Matt. This is what happens. I get angry when we do this podcast now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't have a quick fix. Unfortunately, the fix for this is literally I, I would we would sit in a writer's room and hash out an entire episode because that's Christmas. But there's there's a new idea. There's nothing here. There's nothing to build off of. Because certainly, I do not want to write. I do want not want to watch a Simpsons episode, a Simpsons Christmas episode that involves Santa Claus in World War Two. Zero interest in that. Mm-hmm. Did the Simpsons writers think that there was interest that people want this? Um, maybe they do, but okay. Uh, I, they're bad at it. <laughs> we can move on to our next segment. It's time for comments from the news group. Okay, here we are. Alt dot nerd dot obsessive. Comes to the news group is where I go to our patrons on patreon.com slash the Simpsons show and ask them how they felt about the episode. Uh, and I read it on, on, I read it on this very podcast. So we get some, uh, I don't know, commiseration, honestly. First from Derek, we got a respite from these anthology shows in season 16, but fear not because they return with the vengeance of season 17, with not just this 20 minute sleeping pill, but there's another one coming up soon. What is the purpose of these episodes? Who do they appeal to? I dread these ones when they crop up. I don't think, oh no, it's Marge's Road Rage and Rhinos. I think, oh god, it's the Bible Stories Snooze Fest. Similarly, as much as that nonsense in Italy last week irritated me to no end, at least it moved quickly. These episodes are always just such a slog to get through. Bereft of anything interesting and filled with tired jokes, this one is going straight in the bin. Life's too short. Amen. Uh, From Mark. I finally cut up your podcast, and it had to be one of these damn trilogy episodes. I usually skip these episodes, but if you guys have to suffer them, I might as well join you. The bits with the home run in the church made me laugh the most. Crisis born. Who's on my horn? Might just be my favorite new way of answering the phone. The three stories were dull. Well, I guess the second one was all right. Did have Mr. Burns robbing Santa and Abe calling himself young Grandpa Simpson, which got a laugh out of me. But overall, it was boring, which in the old news group rating is a five out of five, right? Yes. Unfortunately, you're not wrong about that. Uh, from Tim, it has a couple of moments. I mean, who wouldn't want to hear Homer instead of Lovejoy or Ned at church? Certainly the rest of the Springfield populace were happy about it. Only writers knew where to go from there. Instead, we get a most suicide montage at the end. Projected ranking 338. That's probably pretty close, honestly. This is not going to... We're not putting this one very high. From Lauren, I think I got stupider. Is that even a word, or is it more stupid? Thanks, Horrible Simpsons, for watching this episode. It also made me feel really sad that Mr. Robbie and Mr. Matt have to watch it, take notes, and discuss it in detail. I felt my brain trying to escape out my ears since I found it mostly boring and offensive. I don't know if I smiled at all, and oh my goodness, can we please not make jokes about suicide? Though these are the same people who think drug use and alcoholism is the funny, so I shouldn't be surprised. Overall opinion? Crap. This episode was crap. Uh, got a lot of responses this week, but I feel like I, I, I do enjoy all of them. From Aaron, I never liked the trilogy episodes, but this one is way worse than Bible stories, history tour, and tall tales, which seems almost impossible. Only time I even come close to chuckling was at Willie's Double Dream. Total Drek. We didn't even mention Willie during the third act. They just jump around the town and Willie's there being sad and poor in his, in his shack. That's great. Uh, from JJ, I actually stopped to check the time stand at 535. That was when I almost fell asleep. I thought, oh God, there's still 16 minutes left. 
The first, <laughs> the first story is lazy, boring, and filled with hacky and funny sitcom jokes. The second story is tolerable only because I could close my eyes and pretend it was the curse of the flying hellfish. Of course, the writers realized the one thing this episode about Christmas needed was five most suicide attempts. Oh, five, Matt. I thought it was four. It's five. Well, I missed thank one. Goodness, I had the extra one. That made so it way funnier. That's seven in two episodes. Seven. Uh, I did like Marge's gift to Homer being a gift for her to give her, but I wish it was in a better episode. By the end, I had uh, cramp in my eyes from rolling them so much. Worst trilogy episode so far. Uh, from Old Penny Can Joey Jojo Jr. Shabadoo Shrub. I didn't have fond memories of this one, but I actually liked it pretty well as a series of harmless gag fests. That Bethlehem story is just a parade of easy jokes, but they got enough chuckles out of me, especially the Lisa Angel's workaday grumbles. Grandpa's story is loopy as hell, but likewise enough fun, if odd, bits to make weight. The last segment is the weakest, merely a grab bag of assorted holiday gags, but the ending with Marge delivers just enough Yuletide sap to help the medicine go down better than a lot of other post-classic holiday season episodes. We're gonna have a se- we're gonna have to have a separate like Christmas ranking list at some point. Yeah. Probably, to, yeah. We'll have to look and see how they all do. Uh, from, next from Benjamin. Episodes like this always feel like a bit of a cheat. They don't have to work quite as hard as a normal 20-minute one at anything. I wouldn't rate this one. I would rate this one as perfectly average. Nothing really memorable. I watched it yesterday. I've already forgotten most of it. Probably for the best. And finally from Brian. I'm a huge fan of Christmas specials and Christmas movies. This love can be traced back to my childhood when I had a copy of Simpsons roasting on an open fire at DHS. Every year, I marathon every simpsons christmas episode except for one guess which one i skipped <laughs> uh you picked wisely mm-hmm. you chose wisely that's all of them. thank you guys for your responses if you'd like to join uh the, the cavalcade of misery uh you can uh, support us on patreon patreon.com slash the simpson show we can move on to our next segment it's time for the listener question of the week let's try one more number Yellow? KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow? Our listener question of the week this week is, where should the Simpsons visit next, or where should they revisit next? Um, uh, Thanks, everyone, for answering. Appreciate all of them. Matt, take it away. All right. First response from Alex. Uh, the questions are going to Antarctica. It practically writes itself. Uh, I'm pretty sure uh, the uh, that that's definitely a revisit after the, the one episode that everyone says is actually decent in later episodes. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, from Benjamin, I would like to, uh, them to travel around the USA, punning to lampoon here. Very true. Uh, from Derek, I feel so jealous of countries and cities that got the Simpsons treatment during the classic years. They wouldn't go to Ireland until season 20s in the name of the grandfather. A really god-awful episode. The less said about it, the better. So I suggest if any of the Time Machine, producing the Simpsons, go to Ireland episodes for season 6. Something akin to the ridiculousness of Bart versus Australia. Self-deprecating humor is very Irish, so we love jokes at our expense. We deserve the same skewering Australia got, damn it. In 1995, they got Knifey Spoonie, and in 2009, we had a bunch of puns. Taco Belfast sigh. Oh. <laughs> I feel you, Derek. That's that's real bad. Uh, from Tim, mine is more of a plot idea, but I'd love for there to be a Lisa-centric episode which features her having a Peace Corps-like experience in some unnamed third-world country. She goes in thinking she'll teach the locals something, only to find they know as much, if not more, than her. Lisa gets more than a bit down, but then some locals befriend her, and she realizes that, in fact, she has been very helpful, just not in the way she planned. Okay, I'm sorry, Tim, but that that sounds way too good of an episode. They'll never make that. That's that sounds like a, Throw a it. fantastic. Hey, Simpsons, episode. all the Simpsons writers who listen to this podcast, free ideas, guys. We just are just that's two free ideas in this episode alone. All right, get going, get to work. That's better than anything you've had you've gotten to work on in years. I mean, I don't, uh, that, that golf episode was pretty good. The golf club episode that's true. that You're was right. pretty You're good. Right. Uh, from Lauren, 
I would like them to travel to a country with a theme focused on conservation of wild animals, plants, and or saving the rainforest. I believe Costa Rica would be the perfect country in order to meet these goals. It could be Lisa-centric, where she speaks about these important issues, so it's a powerful episode, but they have to make it funny, which would be difficult. It'll probably be too hard in the current times, and I don't want an episode like the Italy one, so maybe we should leave this country alone. I mean, I, I believe, Lauren, that they have been to Costa Rica on a vacation, and uh, you're right. It was bad. It's very I mean, revisit and make it good is not a bad. That's all. That's a very. That's, that's a perfectly cromulent answer. Okay. Uh, from Aaron. Uh, maybe they can do an episode in Hawaii without any mention of leprosy. <laughs> that's asking a lot there. Uh, from at Shiny McShine. Have they done an episode in Mexico? That would be a great shout. Uh, have the Simpsons gone to Mexico? They have to, have, right? They went I mean, to Tijuana, Tijuana! the greatest place on earth. I mean, they didn't really. They, they uh, spent. They had a montage no. at Tijuana. That doesn't quite count. Yeah, with Krusty. All right. Uh, from at Tyler TMC, the UK, so they can meet Rowan again and chuck her in the effing bin. You know, I like that idea. I want to see Lisa get mad and beat the crap out of J.K. Rowan. That sounds wonderful. Uh, from at Semi Spaniard, the land of chocolate. Oh, if only, if only I could live in the land of chocolate. Uh, from at Plump. And as an Australian, I may be shunned for this long-standing rivals as we are, but the Simpsons should go to New Zealand. My only condition is Taika Waititi stars and heavily influences the writing and production design. Can we start a GoFundMe for that, please? I, it, it, I never knew how badly I wanted Taika, Taika Waititi, Waititi to is not going to slum it with the Simpsons. He's busy making a good Thor movie. He can't. Uh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong, Robbie. Uh, where was I? I stretched on the happiness. Sorry. Uh, from Matt Hippie 200, I wouldn't mind them visiting my country, Finland. Martin could come along to show us his dance, despite it having very little to do with Finland. <laughs> uh, of course, Martin has to be a part of that episode. Uh, from Matt Jaden Liebren, the Simpsons could probably get away with a few good German jokes. Wow, Mars, this beautiful senior almost makes me forget about this nation's greatest atrocity, the 1979 Nosferatu remake. <laughs> All right, we found the the good writer on the uh, the responses. I mean, uh, we should get them signed up for a Simpsons <laughs> slot. That's all. That's all. That's it. You got you, you got to go. Hey, Robbie, what's your? You got to go. Sorry. Hey, Robbie, what's your uh, choice for the Simpsons to go to? Um, it's. I mean, I'm. I I think I would like choose Canada, but like good. Like they've gone. They've they've. Like they did one in we in the, the 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 pharmacy episode with the that was terrible, and yeah. then they recently did one uh, sorta, but not really. I I kind of want like a uh, like rural Canada. I want like um why am I blanking on the name of the show now? Uh, um, the, the episode, the no television show that takes place in rural Canada. Letter Kenny. Letter Kenny. I want Simpsons letter X Letter Kenny, basically. That's what oh I want. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. We could never trust them to write that. Oh my god, that has to be written by the Letter Kenny people. <laughs> Probably. That, but that's what I want. I want Simpsons X Letter Kenny, okay? That's my answer. Matt, what is yours? Uh honestly, I kinda want to see the Simpsons go to France and not do it dirty. Uh I feel like they did a pretty good job with uh Crepes of Wrath, but that was season one, and I want them to do better. I don't think they will, but I'd like them to. <laughs> You gotta have hope, I guess. You, you gotta have hope. Hope with a question mark. Next week's question: What is your favorite Christmas movie? Perfect timing for a Christmas question in April slash May. Uh, but you know, that's this is a Christmas episode. So, what's your what's your go to? What's your favorite Christmas movie? I and extra points if you don't choose Die Hard or um, what's the other one? Everyone Christmas Story. 
If you pick e- anything oh. but those two, I'll give you bonus points. But it's fine. You can still answer those. There's I still like Die Hard and A Christmas Story. I'll watch Christmas Story six times in a row while I get slowly drunk oh on it. How well, can you watch any of that? Oh, I was I was. If you let me finish my qu- answer, man, I'll tell you. While I get drunk on eggnog, that's how I that's how I finish. That's how I watch it six times. Uh, but I'll post this question on social media, Twitter at SimpsonsTripod. You can email us at SimpsonsTripod at at uh, gmail dot com, and it is also posted on our Patreon publicly, so you do not have to support us if you don't want to answer there. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for the No Google Trivia Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. S-M-R-T. I mean S-M-A-R-R-T. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions. One easy, one medium, and one hard. Matt has a four-point lead on me, which I'm not a big fan of that, but I am the reigning champion. Repeat that until that's true. He, he has to bring it up every single time. I have to. I'll probably bring it up again before the end of this episode. Um, you ready for an easy question, Matt? I am ready. In tis the fifteenth season, Homer pledges to okay. do what? Tis the fifteenth season. Oh God, what is that one even about? <laughs> that's what I'm asking. <laughs> uh, it's all. That's literally the only question. That's what this question is. What is that episode about? Uh, I mean, I remember he's super selfish in that episode and he like doesn't he like buy gifts for the entire town so he pledges to oh to no longer be super selfish i'll give you down the best christmas ever be the the nicest man in town man i'll give you a point because you're close enough oh that's right because he has this whole rivalry of landers thing okay uh yours it's a grab bag of christmas stuff uh, what what family member joined the family after losing a race on Christmas Eve? Oh, that'd be a Santa's little helper. You are correct, sir. He's a loser. He's a Simpson. He's a Simpson. Your meaning question, Matt. What does Carl get Homer for Christmas? Uh, the complete uh, series of Magnum P.I. Is that your answer? Final answer? Yes. He gets him a DVD player in the first season of Magnum P.I. Oh, Dang, I don't remember Which, the DVD player, but I do remember Magnum PI. You got Magnum PI, but I'm not gonna. That's not gonna get you any points. All right, all right. If you had said the first right, season of Magnum PI, maybe would have gotten you a single point. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, apparently, filming in Hawaii was a pleasure. All right, uh, in Miracle on Evergreen Terrace, what toy does Bart start the fire with? Miracle on Evergreen Terrace. I honestly don't remember that one because uh, uh, all these post Golden Years Christmas episodes just kind of ble- bleed together. He starts the fire with what toy he does? He start the fire with? Um, is it the fire truck? You're right. Wow. Wow. I, How I, ironic. I know. That's. I think that's the only. I'm like, would they make that joke? Yes. They would. Yes. They would. Make yes. That they very would. Lazy they joke. would make that joke. Okay, Matt. Your hard question. Name at least two stores we see at the Springfield Heights promenade. We see four. Oh, God, we see. No we see four stores. Nope, not even gonna bother. Don't waste your time. Not nothing. Not even a guess. Nothing. I have no clue. Okay. The four stores we see are Abercrombie and Rich, The Prodigy Barn, Victor's Secret, which is where Homer buys, nor Marge buys Homer's underwear. For as a gift, and finally, things unnecessary, which is where Homer gets his astrolabe that that talks. Ugh. I mean, that's the proper response. Is ugh, that's yeah. that. Tis the fifteenth season is not not very good. Matt, what is my hard question? 
Your hard question. In Grift of the Magi, what company makes Funzo and uses the elementary school for market research? What toy company makes Funzo? Um, uh, Thrand Corporation. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's Kid First Industries. I, yeah, I don't remember that at all. Okay, uh, so uh, I gained more ground on Matt. I'm only two points behind him now. Mm-hmm. Still reigning champion. You know, man, I mentioned this last week. I really now it's now it's like an it's like a worm. It's entered in. It's gotten into my brain, and I'm like, we should have a belt. We should have, really should have a championship belt. I really want a Simpsons. What, that we have to ship back and forth. Yeah, or you know, during Christmas we just transfer it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would carry it. I don't. Of course, then I'd be like carry it through the airport. Maybe <laughs> be really mm-hmm. unless I drive every Christmas, which I don't know if we'll do. Um, how much could it cost to ship a championship belt? Twenty bucks. Surprisingly large amount. Twenty bucks, probably. Twenty bucks. More. That's not that bad. Twice a year, twenty bucks. I'm more concerned about the the cost of the belt, not the cost of shipping the belt. True. A, a nice one of those probably costs a lot. No, they they are very like it depends if you want. Okay, that with my wrestling fandom does absolutely include knowledge of how much wrestling belts cost. They are like replicas, not that expensive. Do we want real gems? Do we want fake gems? You know, do we want real gold? Do we want gold plated? Do we want fake gold? You know, it's all about what fake, you want. Fake everything. Uh, that's probably only, you know, 500 to 1000 You have to pay for design, too. That's part of it, though. You gotta pay for the design. Unless you use a generic design, which, you know, that's not as much fun. We probably have our our heads right in the middle of it, right? We need I to workshop. We're gonna workshop this, okay? Right. This is this season. We're gonna workshop a championship belt and get it made. That's our that's a project, okay? Okay. Okay? You don't sound excited, man. I need you to be excited. Sorry, Robbie. I'm attempting in our next uh, segment to find the lowest ranked trilogy episode. <laughs> okay, fair Anthology. enough. We can move on to our final segment. The segment we end every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is the part show where Matt and I rank the episodes categorically. We watch them chronologically, eventually compiling the list of every episode ever and how good they are. Uh, I don't wherever that one is, it's absolutely lower. This episode is terrible. I I'm really... thinking uh, the the lowest one I can find is Magical History Tour at two ninety five because that one it's was way lower real than that. I, that's this is yeah. way lower. This is so much lower than that. Like this is just the laziest, boringest. Like I like I I I I like I'm not. There's not hyperbole. I hate that second act. I I cannot take it. It's just and there's just nothing. Um, okay, well, you mentioned Mummy Beerist earlier. Is this better or worse than Mummy Beerist? <sighs> oh, uh, oh boy. Um, oh God, Matt. I'm looking at Mommy Beerist just to refresh my memory. Ah, Mo, uh, Mo, Mo and Marge. Mo and Marge, yeah. yep. CGI trailer um, in there. Uh, they go Marge. Lenny and Carl say Marge and Mo are having an emotional affair. Uh, they go to, are they Aruba? Uh, uh, this episode's bad. It's real bad. That's really low on the list. It's three, it's 323. That's like, that's 20, 20 from the bottom is Mommy Beerist. So it's the bottom, that's the dregs, um, is basically down there. Um, I mean, if you, if you want help right below that is Homer and Ned's Hail Mary Pass about that stupid halftime show. And really that is Homer where Homer gets the RV, so... I I don't like any like like it's really hard for me to like delineate Matt because I hate all these episodes at this point like any of these I would never right. want to watch again. Um, 
I guess I, I usually that is like the deciding factor. Which would I rather rewatch? Which would I watch again? You know, would I rather watch this or would I rather watch the Hail Mary Pass episode or would I rather watch Mommy Bearist? I'd probably rather watch this than Mommy Bearist, to be fair. Um, really? Wow. Okay. I think so. I think so. I I really hate. I mean, I don't know. It's hard. For, like, I I think th- this is a little bit lighter. I guess like there's songs in it, you know, and it's really stupid. But Mommy Beerus is just, I don't know. It's also really dumb. It just treats us like we're idiots. Uh-huh. Like it's like treats us like, oh, isn't this? Look at this story. I'm like, I'm, I'm acting like Marge would ever, ever ever like be like what why would homer be concerned about mo like it's just the okay um see homer run Ugh. um fat man and little boy what's fat what's fat man and little boy matt is that the one with the nuclear reactor in the basement and the and goose, Glad, so. and goose gladwell that's goose gladwell isn't it pretty sure yeah and I mean, two above that we have Millhouse's Sand and Fog, where uh, Millhouse's parents get back together. So you know, you mean Homer and Marge have a marriage problems? Mm-hmm. That's actually the plot. Of, I mean, that's one of the plots of the episode, I guess. Um, oh my god, where do you put this, Matt? I have no idea. Honestly, I'm really struggling with this. Hmm. I I would probably put it probably above. Batman and Little Boy because of Goose Gladwell, but below Sea Homer Run. That's because prob- at least we got that weird safety salamander in Sea Homer Run. <laughs> at least, um, I feel like I'm just I, I I feel like I don't have it like okay. So you have your taste buds, right? And you can taste different flavors on your taste buds: salty, sweet, right, bitter, sour. It feels like I've eaten, I tasted so much bad Simpsons. I just there's not like I can't there I it doesn't register anymore like I've just been desensitized where I can't feel the difference it just feels like it's just all the same like it's just I'm being it's just a tsunami of 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 nonsense of inanity and I can't can't tell the difference between the like there are differences between these episodes I just feel like I'm just I can't feel it anymore um I think that's a good enough spot for it, Matt. I, I can't decide, so I think I'm just going to lean on you. It's above Fat Man and... I think and Goose Gladwell is definitely worse than this. I'll say that. Like, I can definitely tell you, oh, Goose Gladwell is worse, so... Uh, Home Run is just above... Like, again, and this is the, the finest of, of, uh, cutting, <laughs> of cutting hair, splitting hairs. Like, that's Christmas Simpsons stories at number 322, right below Home Run, right above Fat Man and Little Boy... Um, is new number one thirty one on the post golden year ranking. Uh, first on the list is still Homer's enemy, and last on the list is still Codependence Day. It's gonna take a, a while to un- unseat that one. We haven't had any real uh, competitive that since the Manatees episode. My God, the Manatees yeah. episode. Oh boy, Manatees. Uh, but we're not done, Matt. Not done because we have one more thing to do. That is aside. If we shoot this episode. Out of the cannon. The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! The cannon! I, do we need to debate? Yes, there's no reason to keep us in the do cannon. We... Just get rid of this yeah. damn thing. Fire the cannon. <laughs> Goodbye. Forever. Simpsons, Simpsons Christmas stories. 
God, God Almighty, help me, Lord Jesus, help me, baby Jesus Bart, help me with this, please, do something, make me feel alive again, um, goodbye, forever, it didn't, I don't even feel better with a cannon, Matt, it didn't, that didn't even help, like, I still feel empty, um, yeah, we're at number 48, working our way down through the list, trying to decide what is canon and what is not, uh, through our back catalog, and we're at Rosebud, uh, Bobo. And uh, and Maggie and Burns, of course, it's a part of the canon. Yeah, exactly. It's a great episode. It's a it's a it's a it's a it's a good it's a fun it's like a, a fun Burns episode. It's a fun Maggie episode. It's a fun Homer episode. It's all those things. So it's it's, uh-huh. it's enjoyable. Who doesn't like Rosebud? Weird people. I must be wrong people. Wrong people. That's the correct answer. Not wrong people. You hear that out there, people listening? We are Matt. Our next episode. Oh my god, I can't. This can't be real, man. I, I look at these episodes. I've never watched most of these episodes, and I've never even looked at them. And then I see the titles. I'm like, this is fake. This feels wrong. The next episode is entitled Homer's Paternity Coot. Yeah. Yeah. What? What? Why is it called that? Well, Robbie, you see, there is some question as to who Homer's real father is. <sighs> okay. Is it? It's a good episode, right, Matt? You're gonna you're gonna tell me it's good, right? Oh, Robbie, you sweet summer child. No, no, I have only seen this episode once, but even I know it's not a good episode. <laughs> okay, well that's next week. Uh, <laughs> that's next week. Uh, you can watch along if you'd like. Before we go, uh, you can find all this stuff. It's at our website. It's SimpsonShow.com. There's links to our Twitter, to our RSS feed. Into our Patreon, all our patrons, we love love them, love them for listening and supporting us. Uh, you can join their ranks, get a bunch of bonus podcasts. Uh, this month, Matt and I watched Money Plane. Uh, it's a really dumb heist movie, and we did a bonus episode about it. It stars Kelsey Grammer; he's the best part about it, frankly. It also stars the Lawrence oh, yeah. brothers. It stars Joey Lawrence and his hair plugs. You want to hear me and Matt talk about it? And his two brothers. Well, those are different from the hair plugs. They're separate. Yeah, they're all separate. Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence Brothers reunited. Uh, that's on there, but there's a bunch of we've basically did bonus episodes about literally every Simpsons connected thing we could ever possibly. We've done it for four years now, so there's lots of lots and lots of bonus episodes and minisodes and reviews and all kinds of stuff on there. Um, we thank everyone who supports us. You can find me online on Twitter at Robbie Dorman, and my website is robbydorman.com, which includes links to everything I do on the internet, all my other podcasts, all my novels, my horror novels. I write horror novels. Guys, there's seven of them out there. My newest one is on, is called Regrowth. It is a uh, uh, Crichton meets Cronenberg in a near future underground lab uh, where a scientist is researching regrowing arms with the world on the brink of collapse. Uh, you like either Crichton or Cronenberg, you'll love this book. You should go buy it. You should go read it. Leave me a great review, too. That always helps. Uh, you can read it for free. If you have Kindle Limited, you can read the book for free and then give it five stars. I really appreciate all the people who give me five stars. Make sure you give it five stars. Yeah. If you're not going to, you should still read it. It's I mean, but, I would also, know. I mean, if you just want to give me four stars, that's fine too. I'm fine with a four. Four or five, honestly. I'll take either. Uh, if you don't like it, don't leave a, don't leave a review though. Just don't. Yeah, I hear it. I'm going to, this is free advice to everyone listening. If you read a book or you listen to a podcast or you watch a movie, and you don't like it. You can tell your friends. You can uh, write about it on your website, your blog. Please do not contact anyone who made it and tell them that you don't like it. 
You do not need to write them an email. You don't need to tag them on Twitter. You don't don't you don't need to do that. Don't please don't tell the people person like one to one that oh you made a thing I don't like it. Don't do that, please. That's not very nice. Um, I might be speaking from experience. Don't do that. Uh, that all. Wait. Oh wait. What, what do you do, Matt? We say we say Matt does not participate in social media. You will not find him. Uh, that is accurate. All I do all day long is play with kittens and get my ankles bitten by the cutest kittens that exist. So, uh, if you want to see a said kitten, you can follow Kitten Turns K I T T I N T E R N S on Instagram to see who is biting my ankles now. I mean, I you know I'm, I'm gonna say this, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I need more kittens on the Kitten Turns, please. Well, unfortunately, the moment we just have the one, but very soon we will have a whole plethora of kittens. All right, I'm just, I'm just you know, I, I just need, I'm just suffering kitten deficit. Okay, I need it's a very important, it's a very deadly disease, mm-hmm. and it can kill me if I don't get enough kitten and get kitten content. Kit, well, kit, I will work kit, on that. Kit, I, I will, kit, I will, kitten, kit, kit, kit. Okay, I, I try. I got you, Robbie. I, I got you. I tried. Uh, that'll do it for us. I'm Robbie, and I'm Matt, and keep watching this episode. Shh.